What's going on? What's going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rod- Steve V. This is episode 187. So excited to be reunited with my two co-hosts. One that just got back from a vacation. Jeremy Ross Lopez, how you doing? I'm good. Yay. How are you? Good, good. Uh, Lincoln, how you doing? I'm good. Summer in the city. New York City. Doing good. Yeah, let's start with you. What uh, You said you had a really fun offline Sunday fun day. Tell me a little bit about it. I did. I, I shut off my phone. I shut off the world. Peter and I slept in, and we woke up and played, and that ended up being a little longer than we planned, but it was really good. And then we fell back to sleep, and then we got up, and I made brunch here at the house. And um, we went down to the monster on uh, right by Christopher and Seventh Avenue, and we had drinks with a couple friends who we haven't seen in like four months, and we practiced social distancing and and went to the monster and had drinks. Um, we got them to go, and as I was saying to you guys before this, we right now in New York City you can get drinks and walk around the city and talk and move and not be in a group of people even though they set up a really nice outside lanai of of tables and places to sit with your friends that have some distance between them and um Mm -hmm. so we grabbed drinks to walk and before we walked you have to buy food to buy a drink and walk with it so i talked to the the manager there about maybe selling protein bakery because we're food and now it's law in new york that you could buy food and go and not to to give a bad review to the monster hot dog, but it leaves a little to be desired. So maybe protein bakery yeah. would be a better no, choice. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. They had, I love a good taco truck. They happen to have like a menu from one of the local taco trucks. That's not very good. I used to pass by it when I used to go there all the time before quarantine and they literally will hand you that menu from there and i'm like Ooh, no. So <laughs> no i would much rather that's not gonna work a sweet treat from protein bakery so work on Yay. that please. i will definitely do so and then uh just really quickly i walked to the end of the christopher street pier and on a sunday at around 6 30 it felt kind of like the eagle rooftop i said hi to at least six people before i got to the end and did a little elbow to elbow hello and and felt like the community was out and about and saying hello and in a good mood. So it was a fun Sunday fun day. Nice, nice. Jeremy, oh my gosh, you just got back from your trip. What can you tell us about it? It sounded so amazing. I was looking at some of your pictures. It was it was very relaxing, one with nature. The weather was beautiful. I went to the natural springs and the waterfall. Uh, they have something called Jackson Falls there. Uh, up in North Conway in the mountains, and it was just super relaxing. And we drank at the Martini Bar uh, at our hotel, and it was very cool. It was a lot of fun, and it was a nice getaway. It always sucks to come back to work after a relaxing vacation in nature. Oh, yeah. Little known fact about Jeremy, or maybe not so little known, is that he's a, a total fish, loves the water, never gets out of the water. Is <laughs> that true on this trip? Yes, I stayed in the water the entire time. <laughs> I love it. Your tan's looking amazing, I must say. Thank you. Absolutely. Nice, nice. Well, I, I did the whole weekend. I went to Alibi Lounge, which is in Harlem, over 
on the weekend on Saturday, which was nice. Yeah. Alexi Minko, the owner of it, has been on my other show, Sex with Stevie, and I wanted to check it out. It was really cool sitting out in Harlem on a hot summer day. Um, I had a great time there. I've also been running a lot on the track in this heat wave. I can't believe it. And I found myself focusing on focus, the word focus, mm-hmm. <laughs> because as I run around this track, there's all these guys and people doing their outdoor workouts, and it's very thirsty for me. I mean, you're just <laughs> you highly, highly distracted by the eye candy that. I have to just focus on the breathing to get through that next minute of running. I'm so sure. it's been, yeah, it's been really good to, I mean, the inspiration is definitely there with all the eye candy, but mm-hmm. just the, you know, it's keeping me real and, and focused. So I'm having a good, good summer in the city trying to make the best of it here. So it's okay. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, let's get into some hot gay sex topics. This one's not so hot. And uh, there (laughs) is the Chicago um, mayor, Lori Lightfoot, just blasted white gays, actually. This is an interesting story because I was looking at the news all day. A lot of people know I'm a news junkie. And there was a news story about this beach in Chicago and they were not practicing social distancing. And I I always applaud the news when they don't call out our LGBTQ community for breaking the rules or doing something that we shouldn't be doing because I think, oh, thank God they didn't say the gays. But this one story on Queerty certainly did. And as I was looking at the news stories, I couldn't help but say, those are gays. There's way too many Speedos (laughs) in that shot. And sure enough, as the day went on, I got my story that I was looking for. Yes, it is about COVID, but we have to report on it. It's a well-established fact that Lori Lightfoot, who's a lesbian, by the way, takes absolutely no shit from anyone. When the out mayor of Chicago learned a group of gay men in Speedos were ignoring social distancing guidelines and parting on the beach over the weekend she was not pleased it all started saturday afternoon when someone on twitter alerted her to what was going on and they just went on to kind of call it out and she tweeted it's a pandemic y'all it's called a pandemic people (laughs) this reckless behavior on montrose beach is what will cause us to shut down the parks and lakefront and she actually did shut down a lot of it after this went um viral just by simply a tweet which is kind of amazing and i don't know i guess jeremy what do you think of people using social media these days to call out groups okay us gay groups sometimes that are not practicing social distancing i mean i don't really love the calling out in general i feel like it's people's own mo to make their own decisions for what they want to do and what they don't want to do. I applaud those that make, I guess, just safer decisions. But I also think everyone is going a little nuts and stir crazy staying home. And I just don't feel like the backlash of telling other people what to do really gets anywhere. Right. But do you think that it's possible to get together with a smaller group of friends? Of like sure, I, saw, yeah, I saw pictures of you mm-hmm. with your family and friends and it looked like you were having a blast. You just talked about a martini bar mm-hmm. and you didn't have hundreds of people surrounding you. No, I mean, I think it it's responsible to 
definitely limit the amount of people that you spend time with. But I also, I, I don't take it upon myself to blast others. If I see people in groups that are more than 10 people, it's not something that I personally choose to do at the moment. So, I mean, I, I really have been limiting just to like seven or eight people at the most that I've been around. And of course it sometimes gets to 10, but it is definitely just immediate family and we're all still also practicing social distancing. But I mean, I'm not one to blast others for what they choose to do. And I definitely think there are responsible ways you can do it. Got it. And Lincoln, I mean, you just told us a few minutes ago how you were at the Monster and practicing social distancing with another couple that you hadn't seen in a while. So clearly, you're a good example of people like Jeremy, myself, that practice it. But what do you think it is about our community and by our community, the gay community at times? I know there's other communities that aren't practicing it. But what do you think it is about our community that can't seem to abide by the rules of this pandemic about social distancing? Well, I don't think we're doing it more. Pretzel says hello to everybody. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, I don't think we're doing it more than any other community. First of all, I don't think we're outnumbered in that way because I've seen the video of Ozark and Florida and all that. Um, I I do think we have a lot of people that like to call things out. I'm with you, Jeremy. I don't like to take pictures and say, look at the behavior in Hell's Mm -hmm. Kitchen or look at the behavior in this. So I don't know. I don't know really what to say about that because we're going to do it. There's going to be slip ups. There's going to be too many people congregating in an area. What I will say though, is I have walked into an area and I always wear a mask and sometimes I wear my sunglasses to cover my eyes. I've walked into an area going, Oh, I don't want to be in there. It's too crowded. And then when I get closer, people actually are six feet apart. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it depends your angle of your vision or your phone that makes it look much denser than it really is. And people love to complain. All people do right now is complain. So taking a video of stuff and complaining, I I get it. I, I get people doing it, but I'm not one to do it. And I do think that we're just like any other community. People do, like you said, Jeremy, people want to be social. People want to be out Mm -hmm. and people want to tell their story and sometimes complain or share some good news or celebrate a birthday with a group of people. And right now that's a challenging thing to do. Well, I am, for one, I'm all for calling it out. I am (laughs) totally (laughs) opposite of you two. When it comes to something like our lives and people are dying, 5 million people have been infected by this virus. And I am not joking around and I'm all for Lori Lightfoot calling it out and for people calling out using for once in a good way, social media in a way that says, look at this. It's you can have fun. No one's for some reason, people got it in their head that it's like you can't have fun anymore And what happened to our creativity? And I'm not just talking about our gay community and I'm talking about everybody. It's just what happened to our creativity about finding ways to have fun in a pandemic, people. And if social media can be used for so many different things, why not call out the mayor? They did it with our mayor, or excuse me, our governor here in New York City when it happened in Fire Island. They said there's too many people. And I think it's good because wake up, people. 
you know, no. And by the way, heaven forbid you just this summer doesn't look like any other summer that you a repeat. It's like just get it's it happens to be a global pandemic and people are dying. And I'm all for using it to call people out and saying, no, nope, uh-uh. I'm totally about that. And we'll con- and I actually would do it myself. <laughs> and so that's just how I feel. And I totally believe that. But in um, this last week's poll, we were asking people, um, we had some interesting results. And if I asked the question, if you're single, have you taken on a lover or a fuck buddy that you trust and are being honest about your, and are you being honest about your health and habits during this time period? Um, most people said, no, they haven't. Um, but some said that we're single. I would be open to have a lover or a fuck buddy. And one of our listeners wrote, I was having problems finding someone before this crap started. So this has just made things worse. The three three bars that I used to go out to have all closed permanently. So I don't have a clue what will happen if things will ever clear up. And yeah, I mean, I was thinking a little bit about this and bars in general. And it doesn't seem like any of the bars will be opening up anytime soon. I don't know. What do you think, Lincoln? With I don't think they on? will. I don't think they will, yeah. and I don't think gyms will either. And it's really, it really sucks. And all we could do is hope that it's for only a year or so. Because the truth is, it's too high risk. Yeah. It's just yeah. too high risk. And no one wants this. And what I keep saying is if I don't want it because I don't know what it's going to do to me in 10 years or 15 years, I don't know what damage it's going to do to my body that no one even realizes yet. And then Mm -hmm. in 10 years, people go, you had COVID back in 2020. Yeah, it's happening to me too. Blah, 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 blah. Like, so just be smart, gain a little weight. Don't (laughs) go out to a bar like you used to. And what sucks to me is the people who work in them, the people who earn their living off of the bars and the people who earn their living off of nightlife. I don't want them to have to move out of cities or give up their apartment or change a job. But at the same time, it's, it's not in anyone's control. It's not like it's your fault. It's just education and then acting accordingly And when we move on with a vaccine, without a vaccine, with new practices, then we do we do the best we can. You know? Yeah, I think the same goes for Broadway and all the things that we love. Concerts and the three of us love our concerts. Yeah. And I really feel in New York City that every day at around eight, eight, ten, I feel that energy in the middle of Manhattan performing twenty shows to at least five hundred to a thousand people a theater. And all the tourists that come here to see that show and they go to dinner before and drinks after and all that, it's just gone. And who knows how and when it will return. It's insane. Mm -hmm. We also asked the question, are you having a good summer this year? And in general, people, it's not really, but some, I had a choice. It's complicated. Haven't made up my mind yet. Because in theory, we're not done with the summer. So fair answer there. That's what most people said. And one of our listeners wrote, I've been working at home since November. So it's been nice. Uh, since November, I guess, okay, well, they've been doing it even before. So it's been nice 
not having to drive uh, to and from work and traffic, so I'm saving money, but I do miss going out to the golf course, concerts, museums, etc. Okay, well, similar to what we were saying, Jeremy, what is it? The, what's the best part about not having to go into your office and working from home right now? I would say kind of all of it. It's really nice to have it on my own pace and just have coffee and not be rushing on the. I guess on the MTA to my office and I don't know, it's just nice to not have people checking how many bathroom breaks you're taking and all of that. I mean, I don't know. I've been able to get laundry done in between work calls (laughs) and, and make lunch and I don't know, it's very relaxing and it's different. I mean, it's just not the same as like getting up at seven in the morning and getting dressed and wearing something presentable and, going to the office, I do find myself like designating Fridays to be that day. And then most of the other days are just relaxed and comfortable. I like that. I hear you. I totally agree. Um, This week's poll will be asking a little bit about how you envision your fall and winter. Do you think we're going to have a holiday season and what's that going to be looking like? And how's your mental health is what we're going to be asking with on that. You can go to Patreon dot com forward slash talk about gay sex. Well, I want you guys to weigh in on this next story because there's a gay candidate who it was reportedly he slept with students. He says that people are calling him to drop out of the race. Alex Morse is the openly gay four term Democratic mayor of Holyoke, Massachusetts. Do you know where that is, Jeremy? Holyoke? I do. It's kind of far, but I do know. I I think that my dad was born there. It's about 80 oh, wow. miles from Methuen, where you're at. I yeah. looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the mayor. Alex Morse is the mayor of Holyoke, Massachusetts. Um, currently also running for Congress. Last week, he found himself ensnared in a college sex scandal. And now he says he's not letting his past sexual exploit ruin his political future. He's only 31 years old. He just announced that he was absolute, he has absolutely no intention of dropping out of the race after he admitted to hitting on and having sex with multiple students at UMass Amherst, where he is a political science lecturer, as well as from other schools in the five college consortium while he was on the campaign trail. So he also says anyone who wants him to end his candidacy is being homophobic. And apparently he, during this period, he connected with people on, on Tinder, Grinder, fell into people's DMs. It's not a situation of underage. It's just the fact that, you know, everybody, he's calling it consenting adults uh, having sex. And I don't know. Uh, Lincoln, it appears that, you know, like I said, Morse met these guys on the apps and according to him, they were consensual. Do you think that they actually were and as consensual hookups go and, or do you think he took advantage of some of these college students and should he resign? I don't think, well, I don't know. It's only my opinion. So Lord knows what really happened, but I think that a responsible adult of a certain age can get on an app and have sex with another person of age, even if they're younger than he is, and they could do whatever they want. And I don't think that anyone should stop running for office because of that 
or stop their life if they're both single and they're both responsible and they're not passing on an STD or COVID or anything else. Why not? You know, when these stories come out, it always makes me feel like um, he has to stop running for office because of the children. What will the children yeah. think? Or, the children. You know, and it's the like, children. I'm a fucking adult. I'm tired of thinking what the children think. Does he know how to run for office and make change in a government that's ass upside down? Yeah. Where we, where, where in 2016, we did not elect the most qualified person, no matter who she was. Like, so if he's qualified and can do a job, I don't care if he hooks up on Grinder or not. And it's no one's, it's not our responsibility to correct that for straight people or correct that for the children or correct that for anyone else. You can have a great sex life without procreating or being in a relationship. What's, what's illegal about that? So, you know, I, I agree know, with, I actually agree with you. And I think that cons- Again, it was consensual sexual hookups. I don't think anybody that thinks, you know, you can meet people on these apps, Tinder, Grindr, whatever. If somebody chooses to hook up with you, it is what it is. Now, where I will, where it could get a little dicey is if any of the people that hooked up with him or he was trying to hook up with happened to be his students actually taking his class in political science, then I think that can get a little, because then it comes down to, ooh, is this person trying to get a good grade? And I don't know. That could get a little weird and creepy. Yeah, with but me. that's a lot Having of sex else. with your... That's a lot Right, of but it could that's potentially a, yeah. happen. But yeah. yeah, but the likelihood, colleges are so grand that the likelihood is he probably was hooking up with just other consensual gay adults that were not taking his class. And to me, it's not that big of a deal. But I don't know, Jeremy, um, what about this notion that this guy, Morse, he thinks those now he's saying those that are calling him out are um, are actually being homophobic. And he likens it to past times in our LGBTQ culture. He's likening to making comparisons to police raids, raiding gay bars, bathhouses, and public restrooms. Do you think it's that it's that serious that he can liken it to that? I mean, I don't, I don't think that it's, it's a likeness to any of those things, but I do think that uh, my opinion on the topic is that it is very left field and has nothing to do with what he's running for. And I think that everyone has a job that they do every day, whether it be a doctor or a teacher or a psychiatrist and everyone should be having sex. And so I think that there's no problem with him being sexually active. He's also 31 years old. So I'm assuming the students that take his class are at least 20 or older, 20 years or older. So I just think that them bringing that up is just trying to pull shit out of your ass when there's really nothing to prosecute him on. And it's just kind of a waste of their time. And I just, I, I wouldn't pull out because of people bringing up that kind of bullshit when straight people have just as much sex. And I'm sure with students as well, if they're teachers, I mean, I don't know. It just sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. Um, me too. Let him just run for office and stop pulling up right. his sex stories. Has nothing to do with his the way that he educates, what he's running for, or any of that. And I just think 
it i i mean it could and like you said there are a bunch of ifs but i just don't think that they apply in this situation that's and let's face it, he's single, 31, and horny, and smart. So and, let and him on, run for up. <laughs> and on the flip side to it, how many people are online going, hmm, I wonder if I can find my professor so I can get Wait. a better grade? But I don't think that, <laughs> no. that... That seems like a straight person's version of this. Yeah. Right. Like a real, actual thing like that could happen. To me, making an ass out of everyone. Or someone who's running against him who wants to just right. create static. Out of nothing. Yeah. Well, let's move on because there's just something a little bit more fun. There's a podcast, Cocktails and Confessions, in Britain. And they were asking the question, who's your daddy? Daddy is a term, as we as we all know, that has become increasingly prolific in modern queer coach culture. This, this, they, this makes me laugh. The second a guy gains 10 pounds, grows facial hair, or turns 30, he seems to become a daddy, <laughs> 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 which is pretty funny. Um, that was the topic of discussion on this week's Cocktails and Confessions podcast that they were asking the question. Um, both seem to agree that while they don't feel that the word should be explicitly banned, because some people have thought that it's not a good term um it is worth considering the wider implications uh one of the host questions particularly if the term is harmful to survivors of incest and child abuse okay well i guess that's a point and although most of the mm-hmm. listeners of their show had positive feelings towards the term uh most of the reactions were hot turning on uh, had people turned on and those were most of the response. Uh, I guess my question, Jeremy, you're about to, sorry to out you, turn 30 this year and you have a beard. <laughs> do you, how do you feel about the term daddy? And what if somebody called you just based on that criteria? I don't really mind it. I mean, it's definitely not something that typically turns me on for myself, but I do know that other guys like it and I don't mind. Uh, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me, but it's a fun name and I don't mind being called it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like Poppy in a lot of ways, right? I definitely like Poppy better than Daddy. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But let me, but yeah, one time somebody actually wrote it in, I think because I had, I grew back my mustache, which I have right now. And people were like, Ooh, Daddy. And I was, or maybe I was wearing leather. And boy, did it rub me the wrong way. Now, I didn't fire back or anything, but I don't really want to. I like, I don't want somebody calling me that, but I do recall the time, Jeremy, when I was at MAL and for fun, I bought a baseball cap that said daddy and I was just wearing it for fun and you were not having it when I was wearing it. Right, Jeremy? I remember that. You just thought you're not a daddy. And I thought, I know it was just a play on words. So I think I'm so double standard. If I say it's okay, I'm, it's okay. But if somebody calls me it, mm -mm. but somebody can call me or I can call somebody daddy and I'm all for it. (laughs) Lincoln, I'm just wondering um, with your beautiful silver hair and beard, goatee, do you, have you been called daddy? How do you feel about it? Yeah, I've been called daddy a lot. And that is, I have no problem with that. It always depends on where it's coming from. Like if someone does it and I'm into them, well, then I can play with that. If someone does it and I'm into them and I don't believe them, 
when they say it and it feels like they're playing in waters that they don't really want to play around in, <laughs> then it's not a turn on to me. I will say, and as a rule, I've liked calling other people daddy, even though nah, it depends. I mean, I was, you know, I was six one when I was 17 or whatever, like 13. I was tall when I, so I've always seemed older than I am and taller and bigger. Yeah, tall guys get that a lot, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if I had the, the, and especially I'm a very headstrong person and I, if I have a mustache or a goatee, what I will say is I remember one time I met someone at a food show of random things and we hooked up and came back to my apartment and I wasn't, I was kind of into it, not really sure but the moment he got naked and started calling me daddy, he looked like every Abercrombie Finch ad. I don't even know how to say the name of that company. Abercrombie and Finch. Yeah, you know those ads, which I've never really been overly into. But for the no. first time, he was like, you know, like a surfboard body with this blonde hair calling me daddy. And it. For some reason, whenever I think of the word daddy, it connects to that one particular hookup and it feeling like this Bruce Weber photo shoot of a sexual experience. Like it was hot and fun and oh my God, yes, daddy, boy, Baba. And that was kind of my mountain peak for being called daddy. That's why I brought it up. Well, it's funny, Lincoln, because I was rewatching our TV pilot, which is coming out. It's almost finished. Yay! And you told, yeah, you told a story on there when you were younger in San Francisco yes. about a guy that one of your best sex stories ever. He's another daddy story. That's a good sex one. Was gr- yeah, sex was great. And you s- continue telling the story that in the morning he he was reading his paper drinking his coffee and you asked him can i just like sit back and jerk off looking at you and he let you and it was like the best moment and he clearly was a daddy and and was owning it correct oh totally 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 and every time i saw that particular person that gentleman out at either the eagle in san francisco he always was in full throttle chaps harness leather hat every like he played it to its fullest degree and that's something that i've looked up to and i feel i've had moments like that in my persona of nightlife moments but to keep that constantly going sometimes i'm just too much of a kid and sometimes it feels like work being an adult is hard enough i don't want to always have to play that role (laughs) at the same time we have a lot of fun labels in our community that are sexualized, and I love them. Bears, daddies, you know, muscle. Well, I don't know if muscle queens are good <laughs> terms, but I, I don't know. I kind of like that we have all these terms that our counterparts, heterosexuals, don't seem to have as much. Absolutely. I like them yeah. even if they're not the most positive. I, listen, <laughs> yeah. we can have sex with a really hot little circuit queen, and there's no problem with that. We could label, right? We could label... A muscle queen is not a like I. I like all that, and I like identifying people as that, and then getting to know them and seeing it flip on its head in front of me because we are not our labels. And even though, you know, you could be the butchest man in the world, the moment something happens and a purse falls out of your mouth, it (laughs) it completely wakes you up. Of oh, you're a person too. You know, as Jeremy says, oh, she's a lady, (laughs) Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, you, I can definitely play with labels. Certainly in bed, I can. I think it's a lot of fun at times. But I've, I've have the feeling that you don't really 
have a lot of bedroom talk or play with labels. Am I wrong or am I right? No, you're totally right. It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Never been your thing at all? Um, won't be. <laughs> got it. Got That's it. That's what the red ball is for. Just remember that. You just tie that into anyone's. If they're talking too much, just put the ball in the mouth. Or a roll of go. salt. You don't even need a ball. Your underwear. Your jo- whatever. Just put it in their mouth. You're done. <laughs> I've had a lot of people tell me that. That's why I host the show as a podcaster. I remind them, you know, I have a podcast. I talk a lot. Well, speaking of another funny story, there's a funny guy, Michael Henry. He produces these really funny YouTube videos. And living in the current COVID 19 world, he has, Michael Henry has been working on a solution to this one big issue wearing a face mask. And how do you flirt? He has come up with a solution that how you flirt is you wink. He's become a winker. (laughs) And there's this funny skit. I will put it on tagspodcast.com that you can watch on how that's become his way to flirt winking. And the guy that he's winking to in this skit is really hot. And he says, oh, you're creeping me out by winking. I don't know. Um, Has, are you, Jeremy, has... If somebody were to wink at you, do you think that they're trying to get you in bed or how does it how does it make you feel or do you like it? I don't know. I don't <laughs> You don't you've never have has anyone ever have, have you ever winked at anybody? No. But be because I'm not very good at winking. I like can't actually do it in a very sexy quick way. So, it's definitely not my choice to pick up people, but I've always done the stare from afar and like uh, the constant stare as like a, a pickup for myself. Oh, yeah. you, it's funny that you say you, you can't get the winking down because the really hot guy that in the skit, Michael Henry's talking to can't wink. So Michael Henry's like, well, come on, try it, try it. And he's like, what? Oh, I can, I can. He's just try it. All you got to do is wink. You know, because we don't have all these other facial expressions right now. And so he tries and he's squinting his eyes and he looks like he's constipated, the other guy, and he can't do it either. And so it's just a hot mess. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what Lincoln, are you a winker? Which, I'm a horrible is... winker. I can't, I can't wink one eye. I can only do them both at the same time. And it just looks like I'm having a seizure. So I don't do that. <laughs> but the way I do get my point across or flirt in mask season that we're in is yeah. I step a good three feet away from my conversation. I drop the mask. I smile and I go, it's really great to see you. I'll see you soon. And then I put the bas- mask back on and keep walking away. So I do a time, like a distant down for one minute. It's going to get better. So good to see you. Don't be a stranger. Put my mask back on and leave the room like that. And I've done that too with greeting people. Like, hey, how are you? And then I put the mask on to be closer to chat. I love that. Yeah. That's really good. That's very well thought out, Lincoln. I, I like that. It happened um, <laughs> I happen to be a sucker for somebody that can wink. It started when I was a kid, when I was in gymnastics, and when one of the older gymnasts or coaches would wink at me, and they always did for some reason. It must have been a 70s and 80s thing. <laughs> it would make me melt. So to this day, when someone winks at me that knows how to wink, I turn into butter. And in this sun right now, I am melting all the time when some, not that people are winking at me left and right, but (laughs) when people do, oh, it just, it's just that thing because 
I don't know. It's such a confidence thing. And I'm so attracted to that. And it, it just makes me melt like butter. I 100% <laughs> agree with you on being on the yeah. flip side to it, to someone that can do it well. I think it's very sexy and very hot, but, but on my end, I look like something flew in my eye and that I have Tourette's and a seizure <laughs> all at the same time. So I'm not going to try and do all that at the same time. I'm going to work on my winking and see how well I do. Hopefully I won't look like I'm on Tourette's and, <laughs> or have Tourette's. Um, it's funny because the skit goes on and the guy that can't wink that also is squinting his eyes desperately draws what they're quoting, calling the gay bottom mafia. And Jeremy, does that ring any truth to you? Like, is there a gay bottom mafia out there? I don't, I've never heard of them if there is. <laughs> Bottoms that are thirsty, that are walking around, particularly in the summer months, looking very thirsty, and you know they're a total bottom? I don't know. I don't, I don't. You've been out of the city far too long. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know those thirsty bottom feeders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a friend that I was hanging at my neighbor, and we were walking around, and he's like, oh, there's a thirsty bottom over there. And I would only assume that it's got to be the gay bottom mafia out there. I don't know, Lincoln, have you, you were walking around Chelsea Piers over the weekend. Did you see any bottom, gay not, bottom mafia? Do I you have, know what I'm talking about? I actually don't. I <laughs> <laughs> Because you're one. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We're not supposed got to be kidding. Okay, because um, it's right. Exactly. Um, no, I haven't heard about that. I and I, I I haven't seen any evidence of that in the city lately. So I'm out. Got it. Got it. Well, I'm going to leave you with this funny uh, visual in your head. I'll post the picture on Tag's podcast. But apparently, in Germany, where you can sun in Berlin, and I know exactly Tiergarten, which is the Yay. part that separates the oh yes, the old and the new, and they have uh, where you can sunbathe nude. A naked man chased a wild boar through the public park <laughs> after the the boar stole his laptop. Okay, the bag. Uh, sunbathers in a busy Berlin park, Tiergarten, were treated to the sight of a naked man chasing after a wild boar, which was carrying his belongings. The boar was seen running through the park, carrying a bag in its mouth, which contained a laptop. The owner of the laptop followed close behind, having been disturbed from a naked sunbathing session. Um, photos of the incident were shared widely online after somebody shared it. Uh, um, but they actually t asked the guy do you mind if I share it? And I think he's a professor somewhere. And he said, you know what? He got a laugh out of it and said, sure. It's just the oh, only reason. Great. And if you know, Lincoln, um, parts of Tiergarten are, you can naked sunbathe. And then there are other parts that are not. And apparently the boar and the babies ran and grabbed the bag. And the only reason he ran after it because it had the laptop. Well, the picture shows the man running into another part of the park where it's not naked oh, but he just all he wanted to do was get his laptop back and <laughs> it's pretty funny and i think he had a good um humor about it and you know how they are in berlin they're so easy going they laughed at it too nobody was horrified so i think that was kind of funny <laughs> i love that that's good honest news Something happened, everyone can chuckle at, and it's yeah, over. And in this day and age, I will take it. <laughs> You'll take it? All right, all right. No doubt. I want to thank you both, as always, for weighing in. This has been fun. We are planning, actually, we were talking about this offline, and I think it's we are going to plan an upcoming, probably next week, if you 
archives are free for a non-COVID conversation where Yay. we don't mention it at all. And so we'll come up. With, <laughs> I'll come up with some fun topics that may not be currently in the news, but that are just how we feel about them. And I think it'll be a lot of fun and, and a little bit. And I agree. Let's get a break from this. Yeah, a little a bit of an escape. Thank a, you, Melvin, yeah. for mentioning that comment. One of our listeners mentioned that. He was he's awesome. He Thanks, Melvin. Us. Listen up for next week. We'll be on it. Uh, uh, again, thank you. Take our poll this week. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. And in the meantime, continue being safe and healthy and wear your mask. Definitely. Bye. Bye.